I do not want you to compare your journey, yourself, your year, your experience to anyone else's. Hey, hey, I'm Danielle Ryan, and this is Adulting 101. Being an adult is stressful, and this podcast was specifically designed to help you navigate the crazy world of adulthood. So buckle up, and let's get into the episode. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to episode 175, the year-end review. It is December 28th, which seems absolutely insane to me because I'm pretty sure it was March yesterday. And now here we are, 2020 is almost over. A lot of us are shaking our heads, being like, WTF is happening. I don't really know what I'm doing with my life. And you know what? That's okay. I feel like it's just the collective energy right now. We're all sort of still on this sinking ship together. And we're getting through it the best we can. So that's just a gentle reminder for you that if you feel like you're losing control, things just aren't happening the way you wanted them to turn out, We all feel that way, so it's fine. Everything's fine. It's like that meme where the guy is in the house with the burning flames and he's sitting drinking his coffee, saying everything's fine. That's how I've been feeling for about the past nine months. Anyways, welcome. So I wanted to take this opportunity, as I usually do on the last episode of the year, and just really reflect on what has transpired over the past 12 months, and what I am hoping we can all sort of collectively call in as we move into this new year. Now, I've mentioned this in previous years and previous episodes. I'm not really one for New Year's resolutions. I think that any day is a great opportunity to start building new habits and start working towards new goals. But I do feel like there is some sort of transitional energy that comes with the switch from one year to the next. And so for the past, I think, three years now, I've written myself a letter on New Year's Eve, or January 1st, I guess, of each year to be opened on the following year. And I know it's only December 28th, but I've decided to go ahead and to open last year's letter a few days early and see what's inside because 2020 has been as so many of us know not what we expected at all so i'm curious to see whether or not the note that i wrote myself is even relevant to the life that i have been living for these past 12 months so let's go ahead and let's read it together so this was actually dated january 6th so i guess i was a few days late (laughs) dear self you did it again Another year, 2021, here we are. So much has changed while so much remains the same. I'm so proud of the relationships you've fostered, nurtured, and grown, and I'm even more proud of the ones you've chosen to let go of. Your yoga space is beautiful and serves as a safe haven for your many clients. I'm so grateful for your decision to grow and explore that side of the business. Thank you for taking so many risks, for trying so many new things, experiences, You and your business are so much better for it. You are on the right path, always learning every day. Keep asking questions, never stop exploring. I'm so proud of you. 2021, let's get it. Okay, so that actually wasn't as bad as I thought. I think in previous years, I've explicitly written like things I wanted to do. And I know in 2020, one of my intentions was to go back to Vietnam for a visit. And uh, I was actually expecting there to be something in there that explicitly said that, but I guess I decided to be a little bit more vague 
in my notes to self, which is fine. I think that that really speaks to a lot of what I experienced this past year, despite the fact that we've all been living in a pandemic and haven't left our houses much. But I will certainly say that I think I have done a number of these things. I have fostered new relationships. I've really nurtured the ones that are important to me. And I have had to let go of some relationships that were no longer serving me. I also experienced pretty significant loss a number of months ago, which I clearly didn't anticipate in January of last year. But that's because I'm not a psychic. Um, And that has really sort of put things into perspective for me and even shifted some of the things that I'm going to be working towards as we move into 2021. I think that for everyone listening to this, 2020 has been a really hard year. But I don't really like to use the word hard when I talk about it because I feel like hard as a word can carry a lot of weight. And it can be really difficult to sort of quantify when we just say, oh, it's really hard. Because I think of experiences I've had in my life, like after I've been at a structure fire for eight hours and I have to drain the four-inch high vol hose, which is 100 feet long and super heavy and I'm physically exhausted, that's really freaking hard. But... Having to say goodbye to my brother as I'm staring at his lifeless body was also very hard, but it was hard in its own way. And I think that when we all think about like, oh, 2020 was hard for me, it almost turns into this issue or situation of like, well, my heart is harder than your heart. Like both of those scenarios, those examples I just gave were hard and they are hard. But they're hard in their own way. And just because my year was hard doesn't make your year and the things you had to deal with any less hard. So I don't want you to devalue or discredit yourself for making it through whatever you made it through in 2020. Because while your challenges might seem smaller or greater than my challenges or your mom's challenges or your best friend's challenges, that doesn't make them any less hard or any more hard. Everything is not relative to one another. What I deal with and how I deal with what I deal with is different than if you were to experience that exact same situation. Does that make sense? So when you sit here and you think back on 2020 and you think of all the things that went really well for you and all of the things that didn't, I do not want you to compare your journey, yourself, your year, your experience to anyone else's. I want you to take this time to sit back and reflect and ask yourself, Again, what went really well for me and what didn't? What lessons did I learn from those challenging experiences? And as I move into 2021, what changes do I want to make? What new things do I want to pursue? What goals do I have? What am I going to be letting go of? Because quite frankly, as much as the trauma and the negative experiences have shaped our perspective as we move into 2021... And maybe we've already been shedding the things that aren't serving us. I feel like there's still a lot of work to be done for us to step up and say, hey, I need to let this thing go. This situation, this relationship, these habits that I've developed over the course of handling all of this really hard stuff is up to me to take and to make it into something that matters. 
Does that make sense? Pandemic aside, every day is an opportunity for you to be reflecting on what's working for you, what's not working, and to make the appropriate changes. To be gentle with yourself, though, and recognize that you don't always need to be doing. This is a lesson I've been learning over the course of especially the past six months, is that we don't always have to be working towards something or striving towards something. Sometimes it's enough to just accept where we are at, look at what we've been through and decide that I'm just going to kind of ride this out for now and see where it gets me until I can find myself back in this place where I am ready to recenter, refocus, and to look ahead once again. Just taking a quick second here to hop on and remind you all of my 14-day yoga series, which starts next Monday, January 4th. It's 14 days of live yoga classes, all different styles, ranging from 30 to 45 minutes. Yoga, meditation, EFT, all in one space, only $30 Canadian. You can access it anywhere in the world. If you can't make it live, I will be saving all of the replays in an online library for you to access at your convenience. So if you're interested, go to bit.ly slash yoga challenge 14, or just click the link in the description of this episode. Hope to flow with you in 2021. I shared this with my email list, I think a couple weeks ago, and it was an experience that I was seeing recurring feedback from clients. I sent out polls on Instagram and people were sharing this with me and I decided to sort of share it with my email list. And essentially it was this notion that 2020 has been unexpectedly stressful for a lot of us. We all know that. And 2020 hasn't gone the way that many of us expected to, like I've already mentioned. Not surprisingly, a lot of people indicated to me me, that the year had not, in fact, not only not gone as planned, sorry, but it had actually ended up just being like way more challenging than they had anticipated. And so as I started to think about this and I started to think about my experience in 2020 and again, the experience of people who I'm close with, I came to this conclusion that no matter how prepared we are, no matter how many goals we set, how much hustle we have and how hard we work towards things or how meticulously we plan for something to happen, there's going to be times in our life when our reality is just simply out of our control. And 2020 has been a beautiful example of that chef's kisses. There is always going to be this period of winter in every season of our lives. And so for many of us, 2020 has been our winter. It's been cold. It's been hard. And the notion that really keeps me going as I face these struggles of this winter season is that I believe that this cold that we are experiencing, I'm referring to 2020 like metaphorically as cold, not like the fact that it's actually minus 20 degrees outside right now. I believe that this cold is temporary and it's not going to last forever. And that all of the challenges and the upset and the unhappiness that we have been faced with over these past 12 months is really going to help us in our next phase. It's going to help us grow as a collective. It's going to help us grow individually. It's going to help us to step up and to show up and to help inspire other people to do the same. And so I think that this happens in our life where 
we have a plan and it doesn't go as we plan and things feel like they're spiraling out of control, I think those situations happen so that we have this opportunity to really reevaluate, to recenter, and to take back the control in a way that is actually working for us. Okay, hi friends. So it's Danielle of A Few Days Later. I actually listened to another podcast called Death, Sex, and Money that I like to listen to. And they sort of did this like reflective 2020 episode. And as I was listening to it, one of the gentlemen that came on to speak was talking about how from the outside, his 2020 looked really good, at least initially. And then I started thinking about this episode that I recorded and how a lot of it is about the hardships and the stress and the struggle of 2020, which is 100% valid and 100% real. But I kind of forgot to the wrench that the pandemic threw into 2020. A lot of really good stuff happened. And I bought my first house in 2020. I got engaged in 2020. I got my sweet little angel baby puppy in 2020. And while I don't use those to discredit or dismiss the hardships that I've had to deal with, I do think that it's important when you're reflecting on your perspective of 2020, your experience in 2020, that you do take that time to focus on the good stuff that happened because regardless of whether it's this year that we're talking about, I think this applies to literally any situation in life. We always tend to sort of over amplify the bad things and we forget to appreciate the good stuff as it happens. Um, and so I sort of just wanted to interject here and remind you that while the main point of this episode has been a lot about dealing with the hard stuff, talking about the hard stuff, I want you to maybe just pause this episode and just think to yourself, like, what are some of the good things that came out of this year? Maybe you learned a new hobby or started a new business or changed careers or bought a house or got a boyfriend. I don't know. But think about not only the struggle and the stress and the hardship that you face, but also the really amazing things that have happened for you over the course of the past 12 months because while it's important to reflect on how we can learn from the hard stuff to keep moving on, it's also equally important to really express gratitude and appreciation for the good things that are working for us. So I just kind of wanted to jump on and share that message with you. As I said, I was inspired by that other podcast that I was listening to and I felt that it was important to make this reminder. So I want you to look at what's transpired for you over the past 12 months, all of the emotions that have come with that, and then think forward as we move into 2021, which I've already mentioned many times is really just a continuation of 2020 for the time being anyway, because this pandemic isn't going anywhere. Sorry to break the news to you, but I want you to think about what lessons have you learned and how can you take that forward to help make an impact, whether it's in your life, whether it's in the lives of people around you, whether it's, you know, some change you want to make. Because I think collectively at the end of the day, we need to be focused on the fact that we have our one life and yeah, gets really freaking hard as I'm writing this. I'm thinking about how upset and challenging and frustrating it can be to not have control over the outcomes 
I am a type A meticulously plan, have a goal, have it set out into 8,000 steps and follow that strategically until you get the result you want. And this year has shown me that none of that freaking matters. It doesn't matter. That's the point I'm trying to make here. So I want you to look at, okay, if I have no control over the situation I'm in, what do I have control over? What can I reflect on and how can I show up to be better for myself? which I hope in turn will be beneficial and inspirational and helpful for other people. I create this podcast not for myself. I create this podcast because I think that there has to be at least one person out there, you listening to this right now, who needs to hear this message. I don't make it because I think I'm the smartest person on earth and everyone should listen to what I have to say. Most of the time, I don't even think I know what I'm saying or if anything I'm saying is making sense. But I trust that this message that I have to share will get into the ears and into the minds of the people that need it. So that that person on the other end, you listening to this podcast, is going to have something in your head that clicks and goes, you know what? She's right. I need to get up. And I need to maybe stop throwing this pity party for myself. Or maybe I just need to allow myself to throw that pity party. And I need to really reflect on what is my role in the life and in the situation that I'm in. If I can't control everything that's happening around me, what do I have control over? What is within my capacity to look at and to say, hey, I want to be better at blank. I want to be a better friend. I want to be better in my career. I want to be better at cleaning my freaking house. I really want to be better at that. I want to be better because if we aren't focused on at least the small things, what is one simple way I can make myself a better person? Maybe it's being nicer to strangers. Maybe it's, you know, smiling instead of having a scowl on your face all the time. I'm talking to myself right now, by the way. Um, It's all about those small, simple, incremental changes because again, there is so much uncertainty right now and a lot of us are allowing it to consume our lives. We're letting ourselves be dictated by the fact that we don't know what's going to happen next week. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And so we're sitting here stressing ourselves out, thinking about all of these things we can't control when in reality, we have so much control over our direct situation. We have so much control over how we spend our time day to day, for the most part. I mean, I'm not getting into the specifics of like, well, I can't do this because my boss told me I can't. Okay, I get that. But generally speaking, you have control over how you decide to show up each and every day. And I want this episode to serve as the reminder you need to trust that you can change the circumstances you are in if you let go of the fact that you can't control everything, let it go. Okay, so I've accepted the fact that I can't control what this coronavirus is going to do. I don't know what the regulations are going to be on my business come January 1st, but that's okay. I can control what I do with that information that I now have or will have, and I can decide to keep going forward in spite of it. Sure, I might go and sit in my room and cry for a few hours, but once I'm done feeling sorry for myself, I can get back up, put my socks back on, and get back to work. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm just talking in circles now, but I hope that, if anything, we can move into 2021 focused on what is within our realm of control 
Letting go of this need to always know and plan and do all the time. To be gentle with ourselves and to be gentle with others. Everyone is fighting something that is hard to them. And it is not our place to decide what's hard for who or how hard it is. And that's not what this is about. It's never like a pissing contest over who has the most difficult situation to deal with. It's hard for everyone. We're all facing hard right now. And that's okay. We're going to get through it. But we got to focus. Stay kind, stay focused. That's what I told everyone on my email list last week. That's what I want to tell you. You know, smile a little bit more. You know, maybe you're driving somewhere right now. When you get to where you're going, I want you to put a smile on your face as you walk into that place. Maybe it's your own house. Maybe your husband would like to see you smile for once. Toss it on your face, all right? Dan would probably ask me, what's wrong with your face? But (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm going to leave it at that. I don't know. I'm just like amped up, ready to go now. So I hope that you have allowed yourself an opportunity to really just sort of digest what's happened for you in 2020. If you aren't an avid journaler, I would recommend that maybe you give it a shot for once. Just sort of sit down and ask yourself, you know, how am I feeling now as I approach December 31st? And what sort of emotions have I been experiencing that I want to either cultivate more of or maybe let go of? And what's going really well for me? What could I work on? Now I'm just throwing out 800,000 journal prompts. So I hope that you have your pen and paper ready. I'm going to leave it at that though. Love you, love you, love you so much. I have lots of really exciting interviews planned for early January. One of my hopes moving into 2021 is to really focus on growing this podcast, expanding the reach, expanding the community, and sharing so much valuable information with you. Again, this podcast isn't about me thinking that I'm super smart and have lots to say. It's about providing you with the tools and resources you need to feel like the path you are on is okay and to understand that your thoughts and feelings are valid and you're doing this adult thing just as messily as the rest of us are. So that's going to be it. I will talk to you again in the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get notified when new episodes go live. Make sure to rate and review this podcast and be sure to share it with your friends. I'll talk with you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. Love you so much.